get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back to episode 125 of the What Up Though podcast. Um, before we get into too uh, much, uh, shout out to all the listeners. <laughs> he said, before we get into it, it's like six seconds in. Right, right. Before we get into it. <laughs> Let's talk about abortion. No. Um, <laughs> um, Let's talk about rape. Just <laughs> uh, uh, shout out to all the people who... Uh, Actually, listen. there's low-key a rape topic coming up, but uh, sort this of. Today? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> During this episode, all right. potentially. All right. I mean, well, not really. No, not really rape, but in the same, in the same realm of Vain fuckery. Of okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I was gonna say, just shout out to everybody. Who, uh, listen, last week we got a smooth two hundred plays. Oh yeah. Uh, let me check. I'm sorry. I, I'm interrupting as fuck. No, you good? No, I was like, let me check and see if we got any, any new uh, iTunes reviews. Oh, okay. Because we never check that shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like we always say it at the end. And then like, what if we got like check. seventeen new? Well, I mean, not seventeen, but what if we got like seventeen new iTunes reviews and people are like, hey. Why haven't you read my iTunes review? Right. Like, yeah, because we don't give a shit. We don't. Well, why are you it. looking for that? Yeah. So we had good plays last week. Uh, episode one twenty four. Uh, Dave Chappelle's Iron Fist. Uh, dope episode. I felt like we, you know, it was. I think you know most of the time we feel like our episodes are pretty good. It's just it's just to see who else thinks it too. So that was pretty cool. Um, a lot been going on. Um, so nothing popping in the iTunes. Anyway, okay, cool. continue. Anyway, continue. So yeah. <laughs> so um. Uh, right before we started recording, uh, we went to war with Syria. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. If you if you read the internet and everything, uh, yeah, everybody is just, uh, everybody is scared, dead set that that we're about to have World War Three, and um, yeah, it's a little premature. So, uh, for those who who don't know, I guess um, Syria did a that Syria did a, a chemical attack. Yeah, within within Syria. Within Syria. Yeah. And um, Agent Forty Five was like, you know what? <laughs> Agent Forty Five. They can't. We won't let them in our country, but we will bomb them <laughs> for their shit. It's like the craziest shit. I do not understand that fucking guy. I like dude. that shit though. Yeah, it's just like you know, y'all can't come here, but we'll bomb some motherfuckers. We'll ride for you. Yeah, we'll ride for over you there. over there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll ride for you just just over there. Um, so yeah, that's I'm I'm curious to see the hot takes tomorrow, um, about this, but I don't know. I, like we were just talking earlier and. I do not know enough about Syria to just straight up say we about to go to war. I don't know the population of Syria. I don't know the armed forces of Syria. I don't know <laughs> nothing about Syria. Well, you're unique because apparently my entire Facebook feed knows everything about the entire history and uh, like everything Facebook, that has to do with like Syria. Your, I feel like your Facebook feed is very similar to my Facebook feed. <laughs> my Facebook feed can tell you everything I'm you need to know praying, about I'm Syria. I'm praying hands and, you know, all kind of crazy stuff. I'm just, I I, I don't know enough. I, I You know, I, I've gotten, I, I, I think get gotten wise in my old age to where I just can't just pop off about random shit. I don't know about like that. Just, I, I don't know. I, I have no, I, I don't, I know little to nothing about Syria. People are, 
people are afraid to just not know and to just sit still. They got to be part of the hot take. Shut the fuck up, dog. No, That's yeah, they got a blog. They got to fucking post a status or a tweet or whatever to be. It to be part of the conversation with everybody else. So how about this? Did I say everybody else like I'm fucking everybody from St. Louis? else. Everybody else. Uh, I wasn't sure where exactly Syria was. I had to just <laughs> look it up because <laughs> I wasn't sure. I, I literally don't know much about Syria. Um, so it's uh in the in Western Asia, bordering Lebanon and the Mediterranean Sea. And to the west, Turkey to the north, Iraq to the mm, east, Turkey to the south, and Israel to the southwest. Wow, Wikipedia is on it. Yeah. Uh, population is 22 million. Oh, Turkey. Capital city and the largest city is Damascus. Official language, Arabic. 22 million. They really going to take it to us. Like, <laughs> we got like 22 million people in California. Yeah, but it's <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm exaggerating, but still. Yeah. The point still stands. I don't, I don't see no no big, <laughs> no big war about to pop off. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, in short, just don't know fuck enough. Just can't can't call that. It'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Just because I think the strongest point is what you said about the fact that we ain't gonna allow the refugees here. Then all of a sudden, now Trump is Captain Savaho and he's gonna go over there and and missile strike them because of what they did within their own. In their own country, but they can't come here because they're they, terrorist they, they, they threats. And we just we can, we can like them from afar, <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm, I'm I'm curious about just just hot takes tomorrow, and I'm I'm I really cannot wait to see Sean Spicer tomorrow. I think he's oh, gonna he's gonna be, be mad as awesome, fuck. Dude. He's gonna be mad as fuck. Which I think a new uh, have they? Do you know if they've done another skit with him on Saturday Night Live? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't watch it enough. But I, I need to. Find uh, Melissa out. McCarthy. I don't. I, dude, I feel like Melissa McCarthy is. Awesome. Yeah, I feel like she's too busy to to do that every week. I feel like Alec Baldwin is a little he bit more available to, do. <laughs> to be like, Trump. I feel like his, his career has, has rebounded. Not that it's on a on a, a downfall, but he wasn't doing a lot of shit. So yeah, yeah, he's probably like, you know, I'm just go just go change my address to this trailer outside. <laughs> I'm, outside I'm just gonna chill here for a minute, you know. And they're like, hey man, you killing that uh, Donald Trump shit? How you want this boss baby role? <laughs> like, you can be a boss baby though, right? <laughs> He's like, like, ah, I'll take it. Like, we got this. We, we got this uh, uh, executive trailer outside. <laughs> it got plush couches. You can smoke in there. Just, just chill around here. Cause we and gonna have we, some shit. And we got a movie about an executive baby. So <laughs> you, you good? Uh, we got you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it will be interesting to see what happens. I'm, I'm very intrigued with uh, how all this is gonna play out. I, I'm. There's a. A part of me that's concerned, not as concerned as everybody else, because everybody else thinks that now this is World War Three. But there's a part of me that's concerned about how, we, because I was saying that, like, I feel like everybody else is kind of looking at us, like, what what are they gonna do that's gonna make us be able to justifiably be like, fuck Trump? Mm-hmm. I feel like if the exact same scenario happened and Obama did it it wouldn't go over as badly because he's largely either liked or accepted. Whereas Trump is largely hated everywhere. Well, so I'm like, I'm, I'm interested to see how the, the blowback is going to be with well, him versus, well, cause if theoretically, if Obama had done it, well, one, um, Obama wouldn't have had a travel ban of such. So 
things of that nature would have happened if potential people from Syria would have not been potentially uh, banned from coming to, you know, America or anything like that. So I feel like we would have been on decent terms of just with the world period, you know, to uh, that, like you say, it wouldn't have been, you know, it wouldn't have been the backlash. I mean, as much as I want Trump to be fucking out of there, I want him to do some fucking good shit while he's fucking president. Like, you just want something better. You want the shit to work out better than it really is. You think it's gonna work out. Like, you know, we don't you know what no one has high hopes for the next four years of, of, of Trump being president, but you would just hope that some good shit popped off as a result of it. Whatever the case. Um but yeah, so I don't you know, but I have a I, I have a hard time and I had I had this 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 kind of issue even when Obama was president of like handling international affairs when the shit in your own soil is fucked up you know so yeah you know I, I I don't care who the president is you know I I was pissed off when the shit was going down in Ferguson and they were talking about I think it was Iran or some shit you know yeah. what I'm saying? and I'm just like dog take care of the shit here your own fucking you know police in, in our own country are you know doing the the fuck shit of fuck shits and we you know we're 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 having press conferences on on other countries and stuff like that and that hurt even more because with Obama being black and a lot of the shit going on being in like Chicago or something like that it's like you know you would wish that we would get a, a little bit more support from our black president with what's going on in the inner cities and shit so yeah there's there's a lot of that going on like right now it's there's not anything particularly popping off in the news. I mean, give it a week, there'll be, you know, some other black person killed by the police. But for right now, as long as we got Pepsi, we good. So, so. check it. And we'll get to Pepsi. <laughs> but I brought up Ferguson, and, and I had a, uh article from Ferguson. So Ferguson? Yes. Okay. The title of the article is, Ferguson reelects white mayor two years after Mike Brown incident. So the strong, and, and I did, think, wait, did you say Alex or re-elects? Uh, re-elects, sorry. Ferguson re-elects. Okay, no, that, that was a, yeah, interesting. That was an important distinction. That's why I asked. Cause I wanted to make sure. So I, I think the, the whole thing of white mayor is, is it kind of misleading. Um, because you have cities kind of like uh, Detroit where, you know, prim- uh, primarily black and we have a white mayor, but it's nothing to do with just a whole racism thing. But he didn't lead a bullshit uh, situation when Mike Brown was killed and all that stuff. And then you, so so when Mike, the, the thing with Mike Brown happened in Ferguson, you know, that a lot of the people were talking about because they had like a majority white police force and they were saying how they wanted, you know, they felt people felt that the police force should reflect the the population and so forth. So right. but and so all this time left and, and it's crazy, I realized that was like two years ago almost. But um you would have thought that people at that point shouldn't will want to vote to get to get people who look like them, who you know, have the same values and all that shit. And the motherfuckers just ain't vote. That's just <laughs> fucking crazy to me, dude. I was reading this article in awe, dude. Like, how in the fuck could y'all not vote after such bullshit happened? Like, right. how? Fucking how, dude? Of a 67%... Uh, how, how does a 67% uh, percent, uh, black population 
somehow not come out and and reelect a Republican ass mayor. Right. That just doesn't make fucking sense, Doug. I, I I don't know. I read that earlier this morning and was just like taken away, dude. It's gotta get gotta get black people out to the polls and it's almost like how do you do it if you don't have it up having Obama as the as the the nominee or the per, the person you're electing and it's like it can't it doesn't have to be Obama like he was very he was very charismatic and very and very likable and it made it easy to vote for him but you shouldn't have to be as personable as him to be elected like you would think that they would have somebody that would be better than the mayor that oversaw all the fuck shit going on two years ago. Right. I'm reading now. It says, uh, uh, when Ella Jones, a uh, city council member who was seeking the black lady who was seeking to become Ferguson's first black mayor went door to door to speak a resident. First black mayor. Yes. So they've never had a fucking black mayor. That's crazy. Right. Um, Went door to door to speak with residents. She said many black people told her they did not think she could help change their fortune. Some questioned whether she had accomplished anything in her two years of city council. So you're telling me that y'all paid that much attention to her being city council, but yet wouldn't wouldn't vote. Not I'm not even saying vote for her. Just have a conscious uh conscious enough to vote for other people other than the motherfucker who's been <laughs> other than the same guy. <laughs> yeah, like really? Like you just say fuck it, you know, maybe that's it's just no excuse, man. No fucking excuse. That is crazy. Yeah, and we got a white mayor right now, but our history of mayors is it oh, I'm not gonna say our history, but like our recent history of mayors is not white. No. You'd have to go back, to go back like decades three, to find three, a, a yeah, to find a white Detroit mayor. So did you know that? Um, so Comey Young's son is is, is uh, apparently running for mayor. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I think he's Comey Young the junior. <laughs> um, the, the I think it's it's junior or the third. Um, but anyway, you know he was a jump off baby. <laughs> I did not know that. And yeah, he was. He he was born. It was some kind of like scandal of him, you know, uh, Mary Young having some chick, blah blah blah. And his name initially wasn't Coleman Young Jr. His name was Joel Joel Lo- uh, Loving, and he changed his name later to Coleman <laughs> Young, and now he's running for mayor and shit. Smart, but the motherfucker look just like him, dog. It's like you know, that's like if you know you decided not want to claim Michael and shit. Like right, nah, nigga, that nigga, that nigga look just <laughs> like you. And seeing his mom, he looks nothing like his mom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, she could probably say it's not him, although it's virtually impossible. Hey, came man. <laughs> Since he got glasses, man, he looks a lot like his mom really? now. Dog, I'll be looking at him glasses, like, I'll be looking at him with his glasses on. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> man, you look just like your mom, dog. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, Since he got glasses, it, it's like. Glasses was like the switch, dog. He put the glasses on. I'm like, okay, you're you're your mom now. Wow, like, that's hilarious. Like, wow, <laughs> yeah. He looks less and less like me every day. Wow, I've cared to see him in like five years to see like you know the trend. If he, I mean, some kids have transition when you know they change and you know things of that nature. I know I've always looked like my dad, and then my sister, me and my me and my sister. But yeah, I'd be cared to see his transition to see how you know. <laughs> that's <Man>. funny. <laughs> it's been rough. <laughs> it's been rough. 
Why you say it's been rough though? Because like, so when me and his mom first broke up, she had like all kinds of issues with having him around in the sense of like, it was almost like a reminder of me, right? Like, oh, it's like a smaller version of Mike here. Like, it's just like having him around. Like, I hate you, Joe. Right. And it's like, there was even a point where she would refer to him with her last name. Like, almost to like, to, almost to like separate him from me. So now it's kind of like flipped. It, I'm not. It's not flipped in the sense that I would do anything like that extreme, but it's flipped in the sense of like I look at him sometimes. I'm like, oh man, you look too much like your mom, dog. Like, oh man, <laughs> dude, that's hilarious. You're killing me, dog. You killing me, man. Oh, you know, I always wonder, take your glasses off. <laughs> I always wonder because my you don't need to see <laughs> my mom. My mom and my dad. They they kind of they split. Prop well, they finally split. Probably. Shit, 85, 86-ish, 86. So, late uh, late 80s and stuff like I was that. Black, so. Back when everything was in black and white. Right, right. <laughs> when, when TV actually cut off. Yeah. And shit. But, uh... When MTV played music videos. Right. And, um... I always wonder, like, man, I want to share a look at me like, damn, look, just act like your whole ass daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying some dumb shit like that. I don't know, but, yeah, that's that's funny. Um, so, uh, as always, we have, a uh, uh, listener, uh, responses. <laughs> I want to say as always, we're fortunate to have, yeah, I mean, I think, I <laughs> we're think fortunate we, to have non-Baylor feedback. We, 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 <laughs> we've, we've actually, I mean, I think as of lately we've had, uh, we have, Baylor is probably a consistent, um, yeah, but, we get uh, Baylor feedback consistently. Non-Baylor feedback is a treat. Yeah, I just have to, uh, <laughs> I'm, I probably have to call out, um, Sophia cause she hasn't hit us up in a while. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um. But I think she's like on a cusp of like getting married and, and stuff like that. Um and then um our uh our favorite person from across the sea, uh we haven't heard from her in a while. Oh man. Guard now you killing us. Right, right. I mean like I see you on Facebook but you can't reply to our podcast like <laughs> <laughs> No, but uh yeah, so yeah, so we got a few from um uh we got Baylor, um uh, we got uh, Mike's boy Steve um and then i think we have uh jeff uh so there's a few so i guess we can and um we what we're gonna do is that you know if if some becomes lengthy lengthy excuse me we just kind of reply if it definitely if it ties to any topics that we have so we might pause some shit and come back and so yeah forth, so. he gave it a disclaimer because steve's shit is long as fuck like yeah. <laughs> and I a smooth I, 13 minute voicemail and i didn't i didn't look, <laughs> so. I didn't look at the length of uh a jess but i know he sent two so yeah so he's he's a smooth 13 minute voicemail so we may we may interject title, periodically and we, and we may and we may title this feature steve just because at that point yeah. he's made a, ba- a major yeah, impact. There's no May about it. We probably will. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. But all right, uh, you ready to get that popping? Yeah, that's cool. All right. Hey, what up, though? I ain't really spoken to y'all on this damn show since I was actually back home and I actually been on the show. So my bad for bullshitting. I know I've been saying I'm going to leave a voicemail for a long time and I just, I'll be forgetting to do that shit, man. But love the show. Keep doing what y'all doing, man. Um, I'm going to try to make this as short as possible. Well, you failed, fam. i on a little bit because I do want to touch on the Kaepernick shit and um, some NFL stuff, man. But I want to touch on a few things before I get to that, especially uh, the the Power Rangers shit y'all was talking about. Fuck Power Rangers. So, in my opinion, 
it's only one other type of person that I know that don't like the Power Rangers. And that was fucking Hitler. So I'm kind of... Man, shut the fuck up. Power Rangers trash, niggas. Shut up. Fuck out of here, dog. Hitler. Hitler, dog. Hitler probably did like the Power Rangers. That's probably why he killed all them Jews. Because yeah. they didn't like Power Rangers. Fuck out of here. Shit trash. Fucking paper mache ass villains. All right, I'm going to chill. Looking at both y'all. Kind of little uh, side eye right now, man. Um, side eye you, nigga, for liking that yo, shit. Yo, that shit was fucking solid, man. It was a guy. Pause it again. That shit was in the front of Voltron, dog. How can you fucking support Power Rangers with some fucking raggedy ass Fake ass Voltron. If you were real, you would support Voltron and be anti Power Rangers. You can't just be like, oh, Power Rangers is great. They just took a fucking paper mache ass Voltron and be like, oh, let's make this shit with some fucking shitty ass special effects and this is gonna be good. <laughs> that shit, like, like you could fucking blow those monsters apart and shit. It was ridiculous. This shit was garbage. Shut up, Steve. Damn solid movie. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck y'all talking about. Movie by like the destroyed, but I don't care. Like the original TV show was corny, which okay. is how it was supposed to fucking be. Like, I know they're going to change shit like here the and there to kind of keep up with the times and blah, blah, blah. And I'm cool with that, man. I mean, like Mike, like Mike said last week, you know, everything ain't for everybody. So, I was cool with it. I don't know the fuck's wrong with y'all. Power Rangers just said. No, it's not. Y'all. There, I said it. Fuck you, it's whack. Um, but, yeah, I forgot the other thing I was going to say, too. I wrote, like, a list of shit, and I think it flew out the window when I was driving. So you see, you found 13 minutes of shit to figure? So let me just hop to <laughs> the, the Kaepernick thing, man. of topics. Um, <laughs> yeah. Where to start? Where to start? Uh, <laughs> I do agree with y'all. I do think uh, Kaepernick is getting blackballed, unfortunately. Um, it's, it's fucked up because there's so many other situations that I'll, I'll probably touch upon in this rant, too that just really pissed me off um and i'm pissed off to the point where i am actually considering boycotting the nfl season mm. and for me that's wow. a lot it does um, i know mike can attest to this but so i've seen a couple of people uh say the same thing about boycott the season do you think it would would get serious to you enough where you felt like a boycott would be necessary. Me personally, you personally. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't, I don't tie sports into my life to a degree where, if I feel like there's a moral behavior taking place, then I would say, eh, fuck that. I'm still gonna watch sports. I don't care that much anymore. Like, I mean, that was kind of like. I don't know, it's kind of hard to explain, but I, I feel like sports is so trivial when we live in a world where a lot of the the people who are important in sports are either um, racist, misogynistic, uh, pedophiles, all that kind of shit. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, um, Sandusky was fucking kids, but I really like football, so I'm going to keep watching Penn State. Like, you know, I'm not... I, like, it's so much shit going on that transcends the actual sport itself. I could see myself saying, like, you know what? I'm, I'm not even going to fuck with this shit no more because I'm so fed up. And, like, I... Per, for me, like, I don't really watch basketball anymore. Like, because it's, it's not really tied to, like, moral shit, but just tied to the fact that I feel like the way the NBA has transition into a game of uh let's all shoot threes and dunks and let's build super teams 
that's not really what I want to see anymore. Like, it's not interesting to me to watch uh, an, uh, a league of 30 teams competing where only three teams have a chance of winning because all the good players have gone on those three teams. Like, that doesn't interest me at all. So, I could, yeah, I, I can definitely be in a place where I'm like, I'm, I wouldn't say boycotting. Because I don't, I'm not doing it in a protest sense, but I'm doing it because I just don't care anymore. And fuck this, they're full of shit, and I don't care. So yeah, I mean, would I boycott the NFL season because of what's happening with Kaepernick? Um, I don't know. Like I, I, I don't. I've been pretty vocal about my displeasure with what's been happening with Kaepernick, but. At the same time, I don't feel like it's like, oh, I'm not going to watch Lions games now. Like, mm, I'll probably still watch Lions games, but I'm very, very displeased with what I've seen with Kaepernick and how the NFL has operated in that regard. So I, I definitely wouldn't say that someone who says that they are boycotting the NFL or not watching anymore, I wouldn't judge them at all. I'd be like, hey, I feel you. I'm on board with that. I just... I. And to answer the own question, um, I don't know. I feel like if if I just decide to say fuck, it, I'm not watching it. I don't know if that's more of a boycott versus a boycott meaning that I'm I'm pushing why I'm not watching. You know what I mean? Like you know, I'm mm-hmm. constantly posting about you know, right, right. Feels fucked up. I'm not watching this shit. You shouldn't either. Blah blah blah. But I will say, I think that uh, I think a a boycott by by black fans, I think would was would spark uh, at least the conversation to happen more in the NFL as far as you know why he's blackballed and shit like that. Um, Taking a step further, I think if players felt honestly, I don't think I don't think players black players care enough to to leave money on the table to boycott. But I felt like that would be pretty interesting if that fucking happened though. It would be. So, we can tell you. All right. For me, man, football, football is like one of the top five things in this world I love the fucking most. Like, I eat, sleep, shit, breathe football. Not just NFL, college, high school, all that shit. You know, I played quarterback in high school. I love the fucking game. Um, I mean, I'm happy to come back on the show later. I'll leave a voicemail or something and um, just talk about fucking football in general. Uh, shit, I'm one of the motherfuckers that actually does scouting reports by my damn self. In fact, I did a scouting report, and I fell off this shit because I ran out of time. I did a scouting report on about 55 to 60 different players that I would like the Lions to actually draft. How do you do that shit and actually uh, like be married and have kids and work? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, but I was pausing that to, to say that that is a sign of someone who is absolutely dedicated and is a true 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 fan oh absolutely like my dad was like that and my boy larry is like that like people who will take like stats from uh college players and and all that kind of shit like and will you just totally just be completely involved in all that, that kind of that shit is, that is a fan like shit. that is that some is a, real shit that like fanship that i have no i wouldn't even know where to start to like be at that level, so that's that's definitely commendable. Yeah, I, I've seen that with with my dad. He was a my dad and my friend Larry were obsessed with um, taking 
like like the most obscure stats for baseball players and like just ranking them and like analyzing them and all that shit like they were heavy 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 into that shit so i could say like if you are in the position of where you can essentially scout players out of high school or college or whatever you are a fucking fan so like i definitely respect that but i to cover about three to four rounds so i didn't actually get to do all seven rounds this year but yeah, man, like, when I say I, I watch this game and I love this shit like I do, I really fucking love this game. We know. So, to see the shit that Kaepernick is going through, it's really fucking with me. Um, the problem I have with it is people are just focusing on Kaepernick, and that's that's an issue of it in of itself. Like, ask a motherfucker who else besides Kaepernick actually did the protest, and not just the Neil protest. There were plenty of players who threw their fist up in the air a la the U.S. games in Mexico mm-hmm. and um, to show solidarity with Cap. Ask any average person that's pissed about Kaepernick and that believes he shouldn't get a fucking job. Ask them what their names was because I guarantee you fucking 90% of them don't fucking know. Ask them what other teams because I guarantee you, again, 90% of them probably won't fucking know. There, there were players a, on the Broncos. Yeah. There were players on the uh, Dolphins. There were players on the Broncos. Uh, there's a player on the Broncos, and I can't think of his name, and he probably just it just makes his point more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but there was a player on the Broncos. At least you know there was a player on the Broncos. Yeah, it was a player on the Broncos. I think it was like, his name was some. His name was another name of somebody else that would be famous, I believe. But he ended up losing like like two or three sponsors or some shit because hmm. of him kneeling and shit during the game. But he never lost, you know, being on a team and shit. But, right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I feel him. Yeah. I get it. The Chargers and the Raiders, and I want to say the Texans as well, but I don't recall that one off the top of my head, that all did similar protests. You don't see nobody saying they shouldn't have an opportunity to play no more. You don't see them players getting blackballed. So I think people just need to shut the fuck up because they really don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And the shit that really pisses me off is, you know, when you get the callers that call in or write in on shows and saying he disrespected the flag. No, actually, he did what the fuck people fight for they fight for our right to fucking protest like i'm going into the military to fight for motherfuckers right to silently protest or protest in any fucking manner they want like who gives a shit that's one of the fucking freedoms we enjoy that's one of the fucking freedoms he should have and he did take advantage of so i just that shit bothers me to no fucking end um was really fucking with me though and this is what i want to touch on more is the excuses that are going to start coming in as to, no, it's not him being blackballed. This is why he's not getting a job. And it's fucked up because I really have no counterpoint for a lot of these excuses. Um, when you look at the league right now, there's not a lot of teams that really need a starting quarterback. Uh, you got the Jets and the Texans being like the main two that stick out right now. The Jets have already said, you know, they have no interest and we already know what that is. That's a whole other thing. And if y'all want to look that shit up, you can look up the Jets owner who's friends with Trump. Point blank saying he doesn't want that shit and Trump saying he agrees with it. Y'all can Google the shirts that shit yourself. Um, and then you got the Texans. So what you'll probably hear about in the next few weeks, if not like in the next few hours, uh, is the Texans, obviously. And should they sign Kaepernick? They're not going to. Um, schematically, 
he really doesn't fit their team as a quarterback. And they haven't. And that that's unfortunate. His skill set is such that he he's not going to be put in a situation where he would succeed. And it's only going to fucking exasperate the issue and make him look worse. Uh, the offense that Houston runs just doesn't fit the, the skills he has. The problem you're also going to hear about is his age, 29, and the fact that the NFL draft is only a few weeks away. With him being in the league for so long, obviously he's going to have a veteran minimum that he can get. The reports are that he wants an opportunity to compete for a starting job. Again, he's not really going to beat out any other incumbent starters in the league. And this best situation that he could probably go to with the same skill set that he has now is Carolina. And he, he's not beating out Cam Newton for that job, let's be honest. Right. Um, there's no other team that really runs an offense where his skill set would be good enough to do what he needs to do and continue to get them to uh, Ws. Um, so when you look at Houston, that's that's just not really an option. So his next bet would be a backup quarterback, which is fine. But again, you got the draft coming up. There's going to be coaches and GMs who say they don't want that distraction, which I also call bullshit on. It's not a distraction because his teammates wouldn't have given him the fucking uh, award they gave him. I can't recall the name of their team award, but they awarded him a fucking award for being a great teammate is basically what it came down to. So he's not a fucking distraction. It's the media overhyping that shit. Uh, shit, I'm sorry. I'm so long with I'm tired as fuck. Um, the fuck was I just trying to say? Ah, uh, shit, I lost my train of thought. Anyway, um, yeah, he's, he's not going to get picked up until after the draft. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Uh, you're going to have too many other quarterbacks, and unfortunately this really isn't a great quarterback draft class, but you're going to have cheaper options. We all know that coaches are going to look to either take the cheaper option as far as the GM is going to be concerned or an option that they feel they can coach up. Um, at this point, at 29, he pretty much is who he is as a quarterback. His mechanics have not progressed. And again, having played the position, I do watch that shit with a fucking fine-tooth comb. So I'm very scrutinous over quarterbacks. His footwork is still atrocious. Um, he still holds the ball too long. He really doesn't make the correct read all the time. He has a fucking cannon for an arm, but he's still not accurate. And it's just, he has a lot of holes in his game. But to still just not to say that he can't be a winning quarterback if put into the right situation. Again, that depends on the situation and the schematics that the team is going to run on offense. So that's really hard to do. Um, you look at other teams around the league, there's plenty of teams that could use a solid backup quarterback. It's just, are they actually going to give him the shot? And are they going to give him the shot and pay him the money? Again, it's a proper different league, so we know it's going to come down to money at the end of the day. So if he does, in fact, get picked up, it probably won't be until after the draft. Um, I would say within two weeks tops, if he's not signed by a team after the draft, he's going to have one or two other options. Um, option number one would be to wait until about OTAs, see what happens, see if a quarterback gets cut, see if somebody gets injured. He can probably get signed that way. Option number two, and this depends on if he really loves the game and still wants to play, his best bet is probably going to end up being, unfortunately, to go to Canada for two years. Um, and that's if a team in Canada will even sign him. 29, he can play for two years in the Canada League if he can, or uh, CFL. If he can do good enough and show he's still got it, 
he'd come back in the NFL at 31. He could still have a productive career at that point. Hopefully, without being the black ball shit. Yeah, man, the black ball shit just really fucking pisses me off because you got so many other players in this league that they're just not talking about that shit. Like, you got the uh, the Johnny Manziel thing with potentially going to the New Orleans Saints. I, I don't believe that's that. actually going to fucking happen. But the fact that he's actually getting talked about and potentially could get a job, potentially, I think that's just all bullshit talk, but that's bullshit. That's kind of what, to pause it briefly... That's kind of the what I wanted to get at with uh, the Kaepernick talk because um, Steve laid out a whole lot of great points about why teams might not want to take Kaepernick on. And his points were great, very valid points. But I would wonder, like, how are we looking at a situation where Johnny Manziel could be, and even in the conversation, I'm not saying he's like, even, the Saints even, are gonna sign him. Even, How is he in a conversation? Being a conversation, I think is fucked up. Yeah, and like, but Kaepernick is in a conversation currently where, like, say we just go straight based on what Steve said, in a conversation where he might have to go to play play in Canada for two years. And I'm like, this is a guy who led a team to a Super Bowl. What was that like? Like shit. Like what? Like three, four years ago? Like fairly recent. Like that was not that long ago that the the 49ers Seahawks Super Bowl that was not that long ago so like I, I I don't know I look at it like just as a as a a fairly like off the off the ball kind of fan right I look at it and I say okay I see Colin Kaepernick as the guy who was the quarterback on a team that was in the Super Bowl maybe like three four years ago and now all of a sudden He's not good enough to even be a backup on any any team, like no well, team. I, I, I didn't like think, I, that. Just seems so weird to me. I didn't think he was gonna get you know to a starting position. Um, I never saw that with all of this. I just assumed he was gonna be just a good backup with somebody with the potential of maybe a guy get injured to you know excel if he get. But even that though, like these motherfuckers won't won't he he's not even worth a backup, which is crazy to me. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not going to say that every team has like a a great starting quarterback who is exponentially better than Colin Kaepernick. But I also think like, so all the teams in the NFL have a quarterback who is better than a quarterback who was just in the Super Bowl recently when we can say with a large degree of confidence that none of you other motherfucking quarterbacks have been in the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, the Super Bowl has basically been fucking Brady, Aaron Rodgers, you know, Eli Manning, like the same kind of group of guys, like, you know, the pretty much same, same people. So I'm like, even if at this point, all the criticism that Steve brought up about his footwork and all this kind of shit, holding the ball too long, all that shit, that's so bad that he's not good enough to even be a backup on a squad whose starting guy was not good enough to take him to the Super Bowl. Like, like what are we talking about here right now? Like, if your backup, if your if your main guy and your backup guy were not good enough to get you into the playoffs, you're gonna look your nose up at a guy who was in the Super Bowl fairly recently and be like, oh yeah, he's not good enough. He's so trash. Like, what about the trash two niggas that you got popping off right now that couldn't even get you into the playoffs? Like, so I mean, like, like you know, I don't really know it. Like Steve knows it, but. 
just off like to me just kind of like common sense it's like okay so we're really looking at a situation where a guy who was just in the super bowl a couple of years ago is unfit to even be a backup on any of the teams when obviously only one team can win the super bowl and only two teams can play in it every year but despite that all those teams that did not qualify for either of those two positions over the course of the past several years they're suddenly in a better quarterback position to where they can frown their turn their nose down turn their nose down on a guy who was in it a few years ago and say like he's not even better than the two guys that didn't get us there <laughs> over the past couple years like i don't know it's, it's it's just to me it's just i i look at it very logically like common sense type shit like Kaepernick could be complete utter trash right now but i have a hard time believing that teams that couldn't sniff the playoffs with two quarterbacks are somehow in a position to be like, mm, yeah, he's not good enough for us. Like he was there just a couple years ago and you weren't neither one of you, neither one of your fucking quarterbacks were. So I don't know. That's just my logic for believing that he's being blackballed, but I don't know. I feel like he should be able to get a job somewhere. You know, I, I don't know. I don't no, I feel you. I, I'm totally with you with that. Should be, should Let's not even forget the fucking fact that um, he still had a court case a year ago, Mazel, where he beat his fucking girlfriend. But he's still getting conversations about getting a job. But why? Never mind the black man that fucking <laughs> sat there in silent protest. White, white, white. And Greg Hardy. All right, his career is pretty much over fucking with. We That's know that white. shit. Adrian Peterson. <laughs> nobody's fucking talking about his child abuse case. They just talking yeah. about, oh, is he going to drop his price and sign with such and such team? <laughs> right. That's all they're talking about. So it's, it's so many other fucking things that just everybody wants to gloss over and look. Um, the fuck else? Brandon Marshall designed with the Bears. Nobody brought up his fucking abuse cases in the past. That shit got swept under the rug. Fucking nobody gives a shit about that. Uh, shit, who else? None of that shit is anti-white. Trouble? Colin Kaepernick's oh, shit yeah, was anti-white. A player that I yeah. kind of want the Lions to look at and potentially draft, but... You got Joe Mixon. Again, that's being talked about now because they want to talk about the privilege of it, and I get it. He did a horrible fucking thing, and if he doesn't get drafted, it's his own fucking fault. But talent, unfortunately, trumps shit, and apparently when you beat a woman into the NFL, it doesn't fucking matter. But don't you dare silently protest anything. Um, that's a whole other fucking topic we could talk about, too, because that's complete fucking bullshit. Uh, but this... <laughs> Man, it's just so much hypocrisy with the fucking league, and just I'm personally to the point where I, I think I'm tired of it, and I just I don't know how much of I can deal with it anymore. So again, for me to actually get to that point, that that's saying a lot about where the it league is. is currently fucking headed to. Um, but it's late, man. It's like eleven twenty-four out here on the West Coast. Um, y'all keep talking about all that food shit, man. <laughs> you know, out here in Phoenix. We got them Sonoran fucking hot dogs, which your boy Baylor the Great was fucking talking about. That's okay. them bacon wrap hot dogs. Mm. Them shit's fucking delicious. I might go actually grab one now. Nah, fucking hungry as shit. But, um, chicken biscuits. Yeah, man. Like, uh, keep loving the <laughs> fucking right. show. Keep doing what y'all doing. Next time I hit y'all up, I try to have my shit written down and be a little bit more uh, in line and actually be able to hit fucking points and shit. But keep fucking doing the show, man. Um... Yeah, that's all I got to say. Fuck y'all. And uh, Power Rangers is shit, too. Peace. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Thanks for sending that in, man. Like, um, 
I would love to kind of like sit down and chop it up with him on um, the technical shit. You know, get get a little bit more in line. Um, I feel like Steve's Steve's knowledge on football is, I would say it it transcends my knowledge on basketball, and my knowledge on basketball is fairly substantial. So I would like to kind of like sit down with him and get like a you know, kind of like a refresher course, you know, and get, get a little bit more information and we can sit down and have a good conversation about that shit. So I look forward to having him on and to where we can talk about it in a, a more, uh, you know, thorough degree. Yeah, for sure. And to, not to the point where like, I don't want to alienate our listeners. Cause you know, we got listeners who probably like, I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. But you know, at the same time, I don't, I don't want to have like a 13 minute voicemail from him and we got, People who are listening is like, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. You know, I'd like to get to where you and I can be a little bit more involved in the conversation and we can have, uh, you know, a good dialogue regarding whatever's going on, whether it's, uh, you know, technical shit about a player's efficiency or right. shit that involves blackballing and racial shit, like shit like that. So, you know, I, I'd like to sit down with him and get a better idea of what's going on because his knowledge is unparalleled and... I respect that and I like to hear it. So Yeah, for sure. We we're playing for that. Definitely. So um let's uh so you know that ate up some time. So let's uh play Baylor's voicemail and play Jeff's voicemail and then see if any of that shit ties into our topics that we already had planned to discuss. Yo, what up though? So look. Listening to the last show, I totally agree with with Mike uh, with the whole wrestling players and shit like that. But look, man, I found look, I found another topic, and I don't know if y'all been and it's not it's not like it's been uh, like a new topic or, or thing like that. Nothing that has hit the scene recently. It's been they've been talking about this, but my wife just re- yeah I got throw her under the bus. My wife just recently Googled um, you know the tra- the full transformation uh, of transgenders. And she showed the pictures and, and look, y'all might not even be interested. I wouldn't at first because I don't like looking at live pictures and live videos of surgery. It like it grosses me out. But when she showed me the examples and stuff like that, like the before pictures and after pictures, a nigga with a swipe that turned his swipe into a vagina. Like, bro, if you not married, you need to get married now or whatever, because oh, I don't it's no telling what's out there. Like these cats is walking around with full legit vaginas, and you would look. I, I'm not saying you wouldn't know. Like if if you was to have sexual intercourse with them, it would it be different? I don't know, and I will never know. But the way it look on the outside, bro. That hey, what up though? That should look crazy or whatever. And then they even got it for the females, which they say it takes longer. But they're turning their vaginas into dicks <laughs> like bro this shit is getting out of control i had like it's a couple of links i'm not sure if y'all want to see it or not i'm just gonna tell y'all this <laughs> unless y'all play it on the next show or whatever and if y'all want to see the links then just let me know but nigga, i seen the examples and the before and after pictures of women getting dicks and men getting vaginas and that shit is crazy the thing about it is these cats are turning themselves into the opposite sex <laughs> Just to have sex with the opposite sex. <laughs> that shit crazy. What up, though? I kind of feel like I, I, I don't know. I might not be mad at seeing that. 
No, I mean, I'm like kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm okay kind of freaked out, but I'm kind of yeah, like, my, my, uh, curi- my curiosity, my curiosity, yeah, my curiosity is strong. Like, yeah, what does right. that look like? Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, curiosity strong, curi- yeah, I can watch, I can look at that shit. Hit us up with that shit, BTG. Definitely can look at that shit. Yeah. Man, got my throw up reflex on deck. Dog bag next to me and shit. <laughs> Um, what's the other? Oh yeah, Jeff's uh YouTube videos. He pulled them shits up right quick. Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. All right. What up, though? All right. What so up, though? a couple things. One, I'm so glad somebody finally pointed out how stupid people sound when they complain about. TV shows and all that stuff not being exactly like the comic books or exactly like the originals or whatever and not just accepting it. Sometimes it ain't just ain't for them. I heard that same stuff about the Resident Evil movie, about the Transformers movie. People always had something to complain about, like the movie was supposed to be tailor-made exactly for them. And this shit just gets annoying. It makes people sound stupid. But anyway, question. What's your thoughts on spanking kids? Reason why I asked is because I was in the grocery store a couple days ago, and it was a little black family in there, little boy, about six, seven years old, acting up, and the mom got in his ass. And immediately, I looked to the left about 10 feet over, and I see a family of white kids, and they was looking with the most confusion on their face <laughs> that I have ever seen out of some little kids. Like, it was like what they saw didn't register as reality because, and I'm, I mean, it probably don't. So it immediately made me think, what do y'all think about spanking kids? Like, are you pro, against, whatever, whatever? Like, what's your thoughts on on spanking kids? Uh, I'll pause it right there. Um, so what's your thoughts on spanking kids? Yeah, be the kid ass. Agreed. Let's continue. Yeah. <laughs> it's no reason no reason to even really discuss this. I, I agree with that. Nope. Let's continue. <laughs> and then oh about the abortion stuff. The government Ooh, should never be able to tell any person what they can or can't do. With their own body. Uterus. I don't know why they think they can. I don't know why they think they should. But when it comes to a person's body, they should have the choice to do what they want with it. And even though there's a child in there, the child is not able to make its own decision. So the mother has to make the decision for herself and the child the same way she would have to do for the next 20 years after she births it. So, and... This is coming from a Christian, and most of us are always jumping on a bandwagon of pro-life. But no, it's a woman's body, and there's a million reasons why an abortion can be a suitable course of action to take. And not even... Before he continues, I just want to say that he said there's a million reasons why an abortion can be suitable. I feel like you only need to have one. If there's one instance in which an an abortion is suitable, then it needs to not be law. Right. It needs to not be illegal. 
that's that's been my general view on pro-life versus pro-choice. It's like if you can think of a scenario in which an abortion is valid, then don't outlaw it. My general thoughts. Anyway, the rape one because everybody uses that one. Let's just put in the fact that if you can't properly take care of something, you shouldn't have it. You can't prop. You can't go and adopt a kid if you can't properly take care of it. You can't even adopt a dog if you can't properly take <laughs> care of it. So you damn sure shouldn't give birth to a kid and bring it into a life that's unfit just because you got some warped view of righteousness because you think that. It just has to be born no matter the circumstance, especially if it's not even your kid. If you off in the White House or the government somewhere, nothing you do is going to help that little lady in Illinois. So, yeah, I'm, <laughs> d- d- leave people alone. Let people do what they want to do with their own life. But really want to know what y'all think about kids. And I can't wait to hear what y'all got to say about this Pepsi shit. Anyway. Holla, um, I would agree that you can't necessarily um, outlaw abortion because of there's so many instances in which it's, it should be acceptable. But um, I wouldn't necessarily say that if you are not prepared to have a kid, then you should go abortion. Because at the same time, I, I would say, and a lot of uh, pro- uh, pro-choice people would say, no, pro-life people would say, um, then you shouldn't have been raw-dogging. So, <laughs> I get I get that point, too. Like, I'm not going to necessarily be like, oh, oh, so-and-so got pregnant, and they were, they are unprepared to raise a baby, so right. they should have an abortion. I would say, well, then they should have been raw-dogging. So, you know, I, I, my idea is that it should be kind of more of a, if you can figure out a situation where it should be okay, then it shouldn't be illegal. But that doesn't necessarily mean that I support abortion. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's a distinction of, um, I feel like choice should be an option because there are multiple scenarios in which someone could be pregnant in a, in a scenario in which they should not be pregnant and they should be able to terminate that pregnancy because that that's just not for them. That's not for their body. That's not for that kid's life. It's not conducive to that kid having a good life. Fine. But um, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, you shouldn't have an abortion because, like, you are not prepared to have a baby. Nah. Like, then you shouldn't have been raw dogging. So, yeah, there's that. Government, the government and any other entity, entity shouldn't have no bearing on what women decide to want to do. Start up to them. So, um, let me play his other voicemail, and then let's try to, uh, I guess, squeeze in the topics that we have popping mm-hmm. off because we already creeping creeping up on an hour and haven't really touched upon any topics that we had. So, um, let's play his other one, and then we will try to knock out these topics that we had uh, prepared. I'm saying my shit about this Pepsi. Now, I was going to wait and see how y'all feel about it, but that shit been getting on my nerves all week. First off, I keep seeing a whole bunch of people jumping down Kendra Jenner's throat about this shit. Pause. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know why people think that Kendall Jenner has any say so in the fucking commercials that she does. Nigga, what? You don't think she has any you you lost me right there, dog. Like she didn't just throw onto the set like, "Hey, what's popping off?" Like she knew what she knew. She, she knew what she was doing. Say, and, but I don't I don't see her being some kind of conscious person of. She ain't no victim of 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 saying, you know what, this shit ain't right. I ain't doing it. No, the Kardashian was like, the, "Bitch, we got to check a, for she's you." A Kardashian, right? Yeah. The Kardashian's about making cash. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah, they like just, they out for making cash. Of course, people are popping off on Kendall, Kendall Jenner. Like she, I mean, she's just lucky. She's she the face of the commercial. She, she's just lucky she ain't have to like fuck Ray J to get popular. <laughs> and shit. You know what I'm saying? Typical family, typical, family move. Typical family move. <laughs> black guy. Right. But once you sign up for a commercial, you just do what they direct you to do. You're not the director. I'm- nah, nigga. <laughs> yeah, like Kendall Jenner got to say, like you got to be like, hey, I'm Kendall Jenner and I'm here. Like, what do you got for me? Like, no, nah, dog, she got she got to say on that shit, dog. Like, <laughs> they say, hey, Kendall, we got a we got a commercial where we want you to get a a, a Pepsi to a cop because uh, that's gonna help cure uh, racial inequality. It's not she's gonna be like, yeah, you know, I'm out. Like, no, she was in on that shit, dog. I don't, I don't feel you on that, man. Like she she's totally responsible for that shit. Been in several commercials. I was in one for Chrysler, and I was in one for GM. And you didn't they just have to tell do you it. What to do? They don't tell you what the commercial is gonna look like. They don't tell you what the final product is gonna look like. You don't even know what the concept is. Sometimes they you didn't have to do it, dog. It, which is the example of the first commercial I was in. They told us that the vibe was supposed to be old school and vintage, and then they changed it to modern hip hop. And we didn't find out until the final cut came out. That's fair enough, but you regular ass nigga doing a commercial. They're not gonna do the okie doke on Kendall Jenner like Kendall Jenner rolled up and gave the cop a Pepsi and they were like, hey, you know what? We're changing the whole shit. Like it's not like she did that shit and then saw the commercial and was like, Hey, I didn't make a commercial where I gave a a Pepsi to a cop to end racial inequality. Like, bitch, you knew what the fuck you was doing. Like it's not they switched it up. I mean, like, I, I, my thing is, you, you go on stage, you go on, on set. She's not you, a victim. And you go to like, and you see it's like, I don't know, 95% white people, a couple of black people, um, you know, sprinkled on. And you're doing, and you say, oh, it's a protest. And they say, <laughs> you know, okay, so, uh, Ken, was it Kendall? Yeah. Kendall. Okay, so we're going to give you the Coke. Pepsi. <laughs> yeah, get it right. It'll give you the Pepsi. I want you to walk up to the police officer and give it to him. And he's like, and, and she doesn't say, oh, that's cool. Like, motherfucker, black <laughs> people got killed for, for thinking they had a gun in their hand. <laughs> right. Let alone a... F- <sighs> nah, dog. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I can't absol- absolve her of, of any responsibility. Like, she's, at all. She's incredibly fucking responsible. She was a fuck But, she I mean, doing. the Kardashians are about exposure and money. They can give a rat's ass about the things they do. So yeah. I mean, it, it, it's part of course. I mean, that's what the family do. They they that's what they do. Yeah. They just bring you there, film you, have you do a bunch of shit, and then they make the the edits and then put the final version out. But nah, you don't direct it. You just do it. So it's nothing to do with her on why the shit went the way it went. As far as the commercial itself. I get 
select the little bit of distaste behind it. But I think the bandwagon rage that everybody has is a little bit exaggerated. Like, yes, it minimalizes the situation to a degree. But at the same time, if you look at it from a marketing aspect, it makes sense of what they was trying to say. They just didn't articulate it cinematically very well. But boycotting them and wanting them to go bankrupt, that's a bit much since they have had countless amounts of black sponsors and people that brought their product. And like I said, being mad at the Jenners, they do a whole bunch of dumb shit to be mad at. This, this is one of, one of them. That's just my piece. <laughs> no, this is one of them. If you disagree, I'm sure you'll rip it apart anyway. Look forward to it either way. But I just had to get that shit out because I think that shit is kind of ridiculous for the way that people are reacting to it. Or rather, overreacting to it. Anyway, peace. Um, so, that kind of actually plays into um, something I wanted to talk about because... I saw a dude who I'm Facebook friends with, and he was like, um, you know, I don't get the outrage over the commercial. He's like, you know, yeah, it was fucked up, but, like, why are you, you know, boycotting Pepsi and all this shit like that? And, you know, all other kinds of crazy shit has happened. Like, why would you be that mad? And, like, I, I get the idea of, like, there are worse things going on, but this isn't a situation where people are mad over something dumb. Like he compared it to, he compared it to people, um, uh, being too politically correct. Like, oh, I'm, I'm like nitpicking terminology and like, oh, I'm mad about this little dumb thing. And he compared it to that. And I feel like this is a thing that people legit are justified in being mad about. Like, you can't have a situation where we spent the past, what, how many years now? The, the years that we've been doing this podcast, like three years of police killing black folks for shits and giggles, like for fun, like and getting away with it, like being absolved of it, getting vacation time, all that kind of shit. Like it's smooth, like it's accepted at this point. Like you just kill a black, black person, you good. And we spent the three years dealing with this shit. And then we get a commercial where a fucking flat chested, flat booty white bitch comes up like, hey, you know what? I see this protest popping off, but here's a Pepsi. Let's chill out. Like, and we gotta act like that shit is cool. Like, that's not cool. Like, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't get the idea of downplaying that shit. Like, that shit was incredibly uh, insensitive. Like, you have no fucking idea what's going on. And I, 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 I feel like Pepsi was right in pulling the ad, and I feel like people were right in being upset about it. I didn't like the fact that this friend of mine compared it to people being overly sensitive and politically correct or whatever. Because I look at that shit as uh, people flipping out over some irrelevant shit that's not really that serious, right? Right. Where I I look at this as something that that is that serious, that is that important. People are rightfully upset about this, and they should be. Because that's not what you want to put out as a a brand saying that, hey... um, Let's look at a situation where children, uh, innocent teenagers, whoever, innocent adults, whoever, black people are being killed for no reason at all. And you you trivialize that by saying that, um, hey, here's 
cute little flat booty white girl that says, hey, Pepsi, nigga. And then, like, now it's all good. Like, oh, you know what? This little cute bitch might be right. Maybe we should stop killing niggas because <laughs> Pepsi good as fuck. Like, don't trivialize that shit like that. Get the fuck out of here. Like, that shit is a real that shit is a real problem. That's not something that people are exaggerating. That's a real issue. And it's also not a thing where you can absolve Kendall Jenner of guilt. Because Kendall Jenner didn't sit there and go like, you know what? I'm kind of like not involved in this, but... You know, they told me to hand a Pepsi to a guy, and I just walked off. Like, I wonder how much you got paid. There were hundreds of people involved in this commercial. That shit was like two and a half minutes long. Like, everybody was involved in that shit. You knew what the point of it was. Don't sit here and tell me that you 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 didn't really know what was going on, or you thought of some other shit. Like, no, you knew what the fuck you were doing. You felt like it was a cute ass Pepsi commercial. You was trying to get that loot. You're the fucking least popular of the Kardashian Jitter clan because you ugly and skinny and all the rest of them are fine. I got fat booties and you're like, oh, well, let me, uh, let me do my, let me do my shit to get popping. Mm. And now you look a fucking asshole and you deserve it. So like, I don't like that. I don't, I don't like that shit. I'm not like incredibly pissed off about the commercial because I feel like it's like small potatoes in the, in the grand scheme of things. But it's, it's still like, I can see why people are mad. They're justifiably mad. And the commercials pulled justifiably, and Pepsi and Kendall Jenner are trash. But I'm still going to drink Pepsi because it's better than Coke. Yeah. And that's that. <laughs> um, so, um, let's see. Do we have anything else? So, we had the two, two from Jeff. Yeah, yeah we handled the uh, viewership. So, um, one of the things was, was that ad. Did you have anything you wanted to add to that? Um, no, I think you said everything, man. I'm, I'm just... I'm in agreement, shit. Um, so I want to hear before you even start to talk about some other shit. Um, you tweeted earlier that you had a problem with a coworker that you had to address, oh, and I've been waiting man. to hear this story. And I want to hear that story. So, right for like the last like you know ever since I started, I started a new job in um, like September, and so you know just trying to get to know people in my office. It's like. I think maybe 12 of us in my office and then it's like the rest of the building and the warehouse and all that shit. So, you know, we kind of in close quarters and so forth. And lately, you know, I've been noticing the coworker, he, you know, he gives, I have to do assignments like to, to for him to get information. And so he was, he was just, you could just tell from his tone, like he would just almost like he's talking down on you or some shit. So I had told, you know, my wife, I was like, man, I'm I'm end up flipping out on this motherfucker. I just don't know when it's gonna happen. <laughs> and so, you know, he came over, dropped some stuff he needed to get done. Like, cool, you know, I guess I I didn't even say I was just like, cool. Maybe about an hour and a half later he comes back, like, hey, my you know, I need this information, blah, blah, blah. And he just got loud. I'm like, dude, I'm not your fucking employee. Like, you know what I'm saying? You gotta treat me like a, a fucking coworker. I you know, this old random ass loud talking, all that shit. So then it's like this like verbal brawl between me and him. So then my lead steps in and luckily my lead was on my side. Then we go into my boss comes out cause he was in a meeting and he hears us outside his fucking door and shit. <laughs> I mean, overall it got fixed, man. You know, he's been cool, but I'm like, man, I don't know. It's something about 
like I don't even say just whites, but just non-blacks were just bullshitting the office, thinking they just you know high and mighty and all that shit. Yeah, I was ready to choke that motherfucker out, dog. <laughs> I, I was just I would, I started picturing myself like just grabbing a motherfucker by his tie and tossing him across the room or <laughs> by his tie. Yeah, man, that shit was just so man, just extra, dude. Just, uh, but you know, cool. I didn't get in trouble for anything, you know. My lead told me he felt I did the right thing, you know. But it's like, dude, we work together. I don't want to, you know, have to be checking you on, you know, you being loud and, you know, acting like, you know, I'm a fucking kid and shit, you know what I'm saying? Right. Man, that shit was fucking terrible, dog. I was so pissed. Like, my face was hot. Like, I had to go, like, walk outside. <laughs> I had to, like, I had to sweat off, like, man, yeah, just, so, man. Just, to gather, just to gather myself, because I already go in there, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I can't do this shit, you know what I'm saying? But it worked out, man. But fuck, fuck asshole coworkers, dog. They suck my dick. Because <laughs> <laughs> of my fucking nerves, dude. That shit was just so, so fucking extra, dude. Ugh. So but, um, all as well. So I saw a tweet that irritated me earlier today. Um, oh. it was about. So I, I I'll just read it. It said men won't compliment you under the assumption that you hear it all the time. And it says something like extra. There's another sentence that says, I'm like, isn't that crazy? Or some some shit like that. So you're saying, you know, you saying men should make more effort to compliment? The, the, the point of the tweet was that um, men should be more willing to compliment women. And they shouldn't be afraid of it because of the idea of um, them hearing it all the time. And the thing that bothered me about that was the whole controversy about Street harassment. Because we had the whole video where the chick that walked through New York and it was the whole, it was labeled as like the street harassment video. And it was like mad dudes saying just like, hey, how you doing? Oh, you should smile more. Oh, you look cute. You know, all that kind of shit, right? And that was like, we had this like incredibly overarching, huge, wide definition of street harassment where it was like, if you pass a woman on the street, if you fucking look at her as street harassment. And like, on, and that shit is so Twitter based. Like this is all like Twitter life. Like this idea that you can be harassing somebody if you say, "Hey, how you doing?" You know, shit like that. Oh, street harassment. And then now, someone else who was involved in this whole Twitter life and shit is like, "Oh, now men won't compliment you if you if you if they think you hear it too much." Like, and it's like, okay, so now you want compliments, but then you don't. It's like. What it really boils down to, and this is what irritates me, is that it really boils down to whether or not they think you're attractive. If you're good looking, it's a compliment. If you're not, it's street harassment. And that shit is fucking corny, and that shit is bad for men to deal with. Like, you can't sit here and pound on your keyboard on Twitter about <laughs> how you can't find a man if a man talking to you is street harassment if he's not attractive. And it's a compliment if he is. And that's fair enough that you might interpret it one way versus the other. But, like, don't make it sound like you can't find a good man because of that shit. Like, it's about, like, it's about being receptive to, like, someone's true intentions. Like, if, if a guy is like, hey, I think you're attractive. Can I get your number? Or whatever the fuck you might say. How is it street harassment? Like, like you, you are discouraging guys from talking to you if you make it sound like it's street harassment if they talking to you. 
but it's okay if you're attracted to them. So now, like you, now you got guys that's not talking to you because they, they think it's street harassment. But then <laughs> you know, now you're like, oh, no one's talking to me. Like, like, what are you talking about? Like, like you, do you want somebody talking to you or not? Exactly. And it's like, just fucking, God, man, it's so fucking annoying. Like, just fucking don't be a bitch. Like, I, it's really all it really boils down to. And, like, that sounds harsh, but, like, if a guy comes up to you and whether or not you think he's attractive, if he's respectable, don't be a cunt. Just fucking, like, you're either interested or you're not. But don't make it sound like guys who who speak to you on the street are street harassing you if you don't think they're attractive. But right. then if you don't get hit on, then say like, oh, they must right, feel like they're yeah, like oh yeah, they're not talking to me. This must be some some other shit. Like yeah, that's some bullshit. What is going on, man? I don't understand. Like I would really like to get some information from women about, and I mean, honest information from women about how they feel about being hit on in public because I'm tired of the idea of uh, if if and they won't say this directly but like if it's an attractive guy then it's like oh it's a compliment and I'm so flattered and if it's not an attractive guy it's a street harassment it's kind of like the same thing as rape and shit it's like you know, they make it they that rape is such a a, a such a uh uh, a hot button topic and it's kind of it, it's a stretch to say the same thing but like um, if you are a woman and you're out and you partying and you drinking you get fucked up and you get drunk and you fuck a guy if you regret that in the morning you can go oh man he raped me because I was drunk but if you fucking fuck him and then, like, you're fine with it, then it's right. like, oh, well, it wasn't rape. And it's like, they have way too much leeway in a in a way that is so fucking detrimental to a guy. Like, you can't just call rape on somebody. Like, that's not like a fucking, you know, I hit you with a draw four. I hit you with a fucking life sentence. Like, that shit is not cool. And, like, I want to get a, a line drawn to where... Guys can be complimentary versus creepy. Because I feel like right now there is no line. It can be the exact same sentence, but it depends on who says it. If a, if, if an attractive, if a guy you're attracted to says this particular sentence, then it's, oh, oh it's flattering. It's so nice. Uh, it's so nice to be complimented. But if a guy you're not attracted to says the exact same thing, are oh, you street harassing me? I just want to be left alone. Oh, I wish other, I wish people were more respective. Like, you know, all that shit. I, I just I, I was really bothered by the fact that somebody said that it's uh they wish guys complimented them more when there was a whole fucking charade about basically guys complimenting you being street harassment. Man, like that is so it's fucking mad. Such such fucking madness, dog. Do you think that there's anything that we could do that'd be okay? Cause I really don't. I feel like you gotta be you can't be a regular guy like because if you're a regular guy and you're like let's take like louis ck because he's like standard fucking white guy like right. he's like he's not ugly he's not good looking he's a standard fucking guy i feel like louis ck could walk up to one girl and say one sentence and it'd be like oh that was so flattering 
and then he could walk up to another girl and say the exact same thing, and they'd be like, street harassment. And you, you're hurting yourself at that point. Like, what do you want? You know? Like, outline what is appropriate and what isn't. Don't make it based upon what that person looks like. Because now you're muddying the waters between people who who have good intentions and people who don't. And that that's really frustrating to me to hear shit like that. And I, I would just like for us to get in a place where we can clearly define what is harassment versus what is just, hey, I'm hitting on somebody. And I don't think you can because, like, if you're hitting on somebody and you're good looking, they're going to be like, hey, I'm being hit on by this guy. But if you're hitting on somebody you're not good looking to them, they're going to be like, hey, this fucking guy's harassing me because he's a fucking creep. Like, <laughs> and guys are in such a bad situation with that shit. Like, if you're like an ugly guy, like, you can't do shit. Like, you just got to fucking meet a bitch online because, like, if you try to, you know, be nice to a woman on, on the streets and shit, she'd be like, huh, street harassment, street harassment. He's fucking harassing me. And that's fucked up. I don't like the the amount of leverage that women get as far as like painting guys in a picture of being harassment or rape or whatever. Like there's way too much leeway on that. And like that that series of tweets really, really irritated me. <laughs> and that beer is fucking awesome. It is. Shout out to Oberon. Shout out to them all day. Um so before we wrap up, we got a uh, we're about an hour sixteen in. Um, there's last there's two more things I want to touch on. Uh, the first thing being that today is um April well it's technically the seventh now because it's after midnight, but um we'll say with everybody listening to this it'll be Friday April seventh. Um Sunday April 9th is the last Red Wings game at the uh, Joe Louis yes. Arena. And Monday, April 10th, is the last Pistons game at the Palace. And I was just wondering if you had any thoughts on the legacy of the Red Wings at the Joe and the Pistons at the Palace. Well, I think, you know, aside from, well, I guess I can't say that. I'm not a huge hockey fan, um, but I know that, you know, the Red Wings been there fucking forever. The Joe Louis Arena has been there forever. Countless shows. I was listening to Raid Up today, and the guy was, it was, I think, I don't know if it was late 70s, 80s, or something like that, but they ended up putting, um, they ended up doing a, a bowling championship there, so they added, they put eight fucking lanes of, of, of fucking uh, bowling wood to hold this event or some shit like that. I think that Joe Louis has been one of the most versatile places you could fucking watch hockey games there. You can go watch monster truck there. You can watch concerts there. It was such a, I guess a versatile, uh, um, establishment or whatever, you know? So I don't know. I think it'd be, you know, I think it's like, I think it's just time, you know, it's been, you know, it's, it's been, would you, would you find out since the forties? No. When 79, 79, (laughs) not even close. 79. So like, (laughs) shit, that's damn near 40 years though. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's going to be, you know, just a nostalgic thing of that. I have no feeling for the palace at all. <laughs> I'm ready. I, dude, the palace is like, for us, the palace is like 45 minutes away. 
So it's like, who? I hated that fucking drive. I mean, I worked out there, and I hated driving to work. Dog. Like, it was just madness. That drive sucks. You bring them to a closer venue, you know, particularly downtown like they're doing now, and you sell out every fucking game. Every one. So, yeah, nothing for, uh, yeah. That's that's kind of why I am. Um, I'm just looking forward to trying to go to a game. I don't know if I'm going to be able to go. Seasons arena, it's like shit. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Fuck, it's be crazy. Um, so my general stance is that, um, I hate Joe Louis Arena. (laughs) (laughs) It's so fucking ashy and dusty and crappy. Like it's, it's every bit of 1979. Like you can go, I'd wager you can go into Joe Louis Arena in 1979 and go into Joe Louis Arena in 2017 and not be able to tell the difference. The same fucking place, dog. It's fucking like old newspaper arena. Like it's it's the seats are crammed. Like you got your fucking knees in your chest. Like the seats look like they're all torn up. There's like a whole bunch of people in there. It's like sweaty and gross, and yeah. it's like the concourse is, looks like people just peeing it. Like it's it's a fucking shithole, man. Joe Louis Arena is garbage, and like I I I love and respect the. The history of it. Like, there's yeah, been... Absolutely. The the Red Wings have been insanely fucking successful. Like, they're missing the playoffs for the first time in, like, what? Like, 26 years? Something crazy. Like, so... I, I appreciate the relevance of the Joe Louis Arena and of the Red Wings. But, man, that place is a fucking shithole. It's like a fucking trap house for fucking arenas. Like, it's, it's garbage. It's a horrible arena. So, so... I I recognize the importance of it no longer being the home of the Red Wings, but I also recognize the fact that it's a fucking shithole and it needs to die. So I'm glad that they're not there anymore because it's a horrible fucking arena. Um, as far as the palace goes, the palace is like that's like a second home to me. Like <laughs> like my entirety, like my. Ent- entire life as a Pistons fan was at the Palace. The Palace opened in 1988. I started watching the Pistons in like 88, 89. So like the entirety of my Pistons fandom, they've been at the Palace. That's where I've been all the time, over and over. They've revamped it. They've added shit to it. Like they added shit this year. Like they got a brand new scoreboard. They got brand new seats on the lower level. Like the 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 palace is constantly being rebranded and 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 innovated like it, it's nice, um, but even more so, even more than I love the palace as as a destination, like I like it just because it's been the place that I've been to as a business fan my whole life. Even more so than I like it, I hate the fact that it's in Auburn Hills, and I hate the fact that my team plays so far from the city more. Farther than any team has ever played. Even when the Lions were at the Silverdome. It still was not as far as the Palace. And like I hate the fact that. They played there. And I've always said that I want the Pistons to move downtown. So I can go more often. And I'm so glad. That they're moving downtown. And I'm not going to feel. I feel a way about the Palace ending. Because like I said. That's been my. That's been the arena they played in my whole life. My whole fandom. Like all their championships were at the Palace. Uh, all of my great pisses moments were at the palace. Everything like everything 
for me that relates to the palace, uh, relates to the Pistons took place at the palace. So like that's still my spot, but I'm glad to be rid of it. I'm I'm ready for them to come downtown, and I'm tired of like the fact that going to a Pistons game in Auburn Hills is a whole deal. You can't just go. Like there's like the trip. There's the gas, there's the parking, there's the everything. It's, it's a whole ordeal. Like, if you could pay, if if they said, hey, you get two free tickets to a Pistons game, you still got to factor in a 40-fucking-minute drive, the gas is going to take to get there, the 15, the I think it's like $15 to park at this point, uh, whatever you might want to spend to get drinks or food or whatever, there's, of course, overpriced. So, like, even free tickets to a Pistons game is going to cost you, like, $100 fucking dollars if you're going with two people. So, it's like, I'm, I'm really over um, our, our sports teams being catered toward elite white people. I, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm over that. Like, make it so that our sports team can be accessible to everybody. Like, right now, it's like, even though Joe Louis Arena is a shithole... They charge a shit ton of money to go to a Red Wings game. You can't go to a Red Wings game for cheap. Like, this is expensive regardless. So even though the arena is shit, you still got to pay a lot of money to go. And the Palace, the arena is cool, but all the extra shit, you, now you're spending a, a ton of money to go. And I'm like, I want it to just be where, like, anybody can go, where it's not tailored toward rich white people. And that's what I feel both of those teams cater to. And I'm over it. So I'm glad they're coming back downtown. If all the people who live in fucking high-ass North Michigan who are upset that they can't drive five minutes to the palace and now they got to go downtown with all the niggas, like, oh, shit. Oh, this this crowd down here. Like, you didn't already come down here for the Red Wings. Like, these are the same motherfuckers that complain. The same motherfuckers that complained about the business plan, plan downtown were coming downtown to see the Red Wings. So don't fucking tell me about feeling unsafe or... Any of that shit. Like, you came down here to see the white-ass Red Wings. So shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, I don't want to hear that shit. So, I'm glad the Pistons are coming down here. I'm glad that white people are going to have to just fucking deal. And, yeah, they can just fucking deal with fucking not having to uh, have to be more interactive with white uh, black people. And just, they just got to deal with it. Um, yeah, good luck to them. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> um, so... Did you have anything else you wanted to touch on? I, I kind of had a thing, but mm, it's not that important. So uh, I mean, we can I save think, it for next I think week. It's good that we you know we've been running out of we've been having topics, but run run short on time, which is cool. You know, I got a couple things I could just you know uh, come back next week. So that's all good. Wait. Yeah, I, I wanted to talk about Russell Westbrook, but we're at about an hour and a half, and I feel like it'd be even better to talk about Russell Westbrook after the season is over. So when we come back next week, the NBA season will be over. So it'll be easy. I feel like it'd be a better conversation to talk about uh, Russell Westbrook because I got a lot of thoughts on him. So yeah, uh, rather a, than he's definitely going to be a pushing guy, this, so, yeah, so. rather than pushing this to two hours talking about him now, we can save it for next week. So yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I think I'm good. Um, thanks to uh, uh, the fellows for. Uh, for the videos, uh, or audio, uh, audios, <laughs> audios, um, <laughs> and uh, as always, you can find our podcast on What Up Do, at What Up Do Podcast on Twitter, uh, Facebook as well. 
Um, you find our individual Twitters and mine is Blame Otis. Here's is Michael underscore Aaron. Ha! I know what to say before we go. Um, so me, Mike, and our other homeboy Tony had this random ass joke going. Uh, we were shortening the Mike Michael for M I C H. Okay, where's this? Where's this going right now? So because that's just like it's, so we would our joke was that that was like the natural like uh, uh, abbreviation. So I have a guy I work with. His name is I guess is, I would assume his full name is Thomas, but he goes by Tom. Okay, and Tom is T H O M. It just works so well. Like that's it. The shorted. T O M is not the short for fucking Thomas, and I don't know how that keeps fucking. Short for Tomas. Yeah, so I was like, <laughs> but I don't know why. Every time I used to want to say it, now I used to be like Thom. Like, <laughs> it was just stupid. Shut dog. up, Thom. <laughs> fucking Thom. Who, who goes by T H O M though? Just hey. one fucking white guy, no. But uh, yeah. Um. So yeah. So our individual Twitters, uh, Facebook, uh iTunes, uh, yeah, I ain't, y'all ain't even no fucking, every fucking <laughs> reviews plot. on iTunes. So right. we're on every fucking about it. platform we can. So other than that, um, make sure you check out this week and past weeks, and uh, we'll see y'all next week. Indeed, we will. Peace. Peace.